You've heard of TED Talks. Check out Toad Talks, countryafradio.com. Hey, it's Toad sitting here with um, Lindsay L. How are you today? I'm awesome, Toad. How are you? I'm super awesome. <laughs> super awesome. Your first time playing Stoney's Rockin' Country. Our first time playing Stoney's. And I have to say, I love the vibe of this place. It's not bad. I'm totally into it. To like the little river walkway. Yep. To even the studio up here. Like, I, I like it. I could hang here. I'll go back to give kudos to my friend Jen. She came in here and uh, all the walls, she, she pulled out the packing paper. Amazing. Put dipped her hand in glue, dipped it in there, threw it on the walls. Took her about four days to do the room, and we we just told I her mean, we wanted a bohemian vibe, something similar to the green room, but not kudos the same. Kudos to Jen. Even the pipes are wrapped yep. with like, I love it. It's yeah. good. It's kind of a cool room. We come in here. I just need to get a dimmer on the lights, but I don't know if we can do that. But that's kind of the only other thing it's missing. Hey, I, I'm into it. I'm totally into it. You were just here about two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. It was the ACM. Yep. We were kind of bummed. We wanted you to come play here with us. I totally wanted to, but we, we were, we're here. Yeah. We're no, here. we're here today. Yeah. Yeah. We had fun. You played over at Beach Bash? No, you we did not. We played over at Beach you Bash. Did. Yeah. Yeah. We was played that? Beach Bash on Saturday. It was great because I heard the Friday show was really cold. Yeah. And then it warmed up on Saturday and um, I've never played a stage in the middle of a pool before. Pretty but cool. It was, it was awesome. People were like crowded in the pool. It got really busy. They were singing along. It was it was fun. Only in Vegas can you play a show in a pool. I mean, amen to that. I Sign me up. That That's was, pretty cool. That was a good time. You guys are on a little run right now. We are. Um, we just finished the Brad Paisley tour as of last night. Where were you guys at? We were in Bemidji, Minnesota. Holy cow. So the past three days, I mean, we've been traveling around like crazy people really for the past six months, it feels like. But um, the past few days, we were in Lincoln, Nebraska. Then we flew to Palm Springs to play stagecoach. Then right. we flew back up to the Paisley tour in Bemidji, Minnesota, which is a very easy flight. Very. You played stagecoach Friday or Saturday? Friday. Friday. How was that? It was awesome. I love Stagecoach. It's just such a legendary venue from being, you know, the venue where Coachella happens right. and then a week later Country rolls on in and, and Stagecoach happens. And so there's just, there's so many people who have graced that stage and so many artists who I look up to. And so, um, so we love playing Stagecoach. It's, it's not very often when you can play a stage and you cannot see the back of the crowd. Like it goes nuts. on forever there's a there's a screen about halfway down and it's about i don't know a football field and a half like down so that the back of the audience can actually see the screen and it's like it's that large it goes on beyond the ferris wheel if you see if you've seen i've seen the photos of it. we haven't yeah. gone yet we were actually um gonna roll out and try and just like pick up a day of it just yeah. so we could learn stuff for our tailgate yeah. this is our second year doing our tailgate awesome. for the um, acm and Last year, I think we had like 19 bands, two stages, and this year we had two days, and we did like 35 bands on two stages. And the had, pictures looked incredible. It was fun. It was a lot of fun, a lot to learn for us still because we're yeah. just a smaller venue. And as we as we grow and do stuff like that with ACMs, it's super fun. It's a great cause, and um, absolutely, we enjoy it just because it gives people a different vibe here in Vegas. Um, I was at Root the night, and uh, yeah. this was our first country outdoor thing that we've had since. And wow. sitting down every Wednesday, we have a thing here where people all get together and they talk about kind of like mm -hmm. one of those things. And I don't partake in it that much. We offer up a place for them to go. I did my own personal thing. However, I took care of it. But it was kind of like a lot of people came to us and asked us if we were going to um, – like show some sort of like some sort of homage to it, and we were like, mm -hmm. "Listen, I mean, everybody knows what happened. Mm -hmm. um, everyone knows somebody or was personally hurt, that For sort sure. of thing." And 
we didn't want to focus on that. We wanted to focus on what country music is, and that's right. about family and fun mm-hmm. and a good time. And we built this big dance floor out there, and uh, people awesome. came out and had a great time. Great. And that's that's what it's all about for us. And that is what it's all about. We'd like to keep growing that, and maybe next year you can play it. I would love to play it. Yeah, you know, I felt the same thing around the ACMs. It was. It was the first time that a lot of us have been back to Vegas since um, last October. And there was a little bit of heaviness, but then there was also that feeling that country music is a family. And we're all here to band together and prove that we're not going to let one person take away uh, like the sacredness of getting to see live music because yeah. it's something special in an environment outside is so cool especially in vase because the mm. nights here are just unbelievable oh my gosh so yes the nights here are unlike most nights in most cities around the country and we zigzag around the country every other day so um so yeah vegas shows are special it, it they are I'll agree. I hope that we can keep doing them. I know there's some stuff that they, they popped up and said they weren't going to be doing Rude anymore. Yeah. And that kind of sucks for us. I mean, I don't want to see just like an iHeart Festival come, come around where they where they pepper in a country artist with R&B and some rock. Like a- across the board, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm all about, I listen to everything, but I'm all about when you're, when you're going to see something, like I want to go see a, the big stars with the small stars. I, right. I, I love the idea of both. We did a country AF radio stage this year and had like the Mitchell awesome. Tenpennies, Austin Jenks of the world. That's awesome. Absolutely loved it. And, I'm that way. I lean towards the smaller. I might play with that. I lean towards the like the smaller <laughs> bands or the the emerging artists. That's what I like. Um, Absolutely. Um, a lot of other people are just stay fixated on the Kit Moores of the world and the John Parties. Although I like them, I would rather watch a guy like Austin Jinks come out and just do his thing and and open everybody's eyes. And um, I listen to stuff like Jake Rose. I don't know if you know who that yeah, is. Yeah, totally badass. Um, like. Super fun. That's what it's, it's nice about. to have the juxtaposition, you know, yeah. to listen to some of the great songs like. I'm not going to lie. I love Keith Urban. Yep. And just because he's Keith Urban, I'm not going to not listen to his music. But but yeah, I'm totally into new artists. And I mean, gosh, people have given me a chance since day one because of that same thing. So I'm going to let you in on a little reference that I have. I was back at Aiba this past year. Yeah. And you played. Yeah. And I came back and people were like, dude, what did you think? And I was like, I call her the female version of Keith Urban. Oh, I watched you play gosh, the guitar. Thank and you. I was absolutely like super excited. I don't work Sundays. Thank you for saying I'm never that. here on Sunday. I was just like, I want to see you play again. I want to see you play a full show. And like literally just having that that stage. I don't know how many people were there like totally paying attention like I was. I know. But it was badass. Thank you. That means a lot to me. Yeah. I mean, sometimes those showcases, you're right. You never know who's listening. But um, but gosh, that that's very sweet of you. Yeah. Well, that's the truth. I can't believe I'm making you come to work on a Sunday. (laughs) Holy cow. What's up with that? Right. I need a day (laughs) off or something. Sorry about that. It's okay. It's totally okay. Um, what made you pick up a guitar? Where'd that all start? I started playing piano when I was six years old, and it was a lot cooler to play Shania Twain songs on the guitar. Then so I-, I picked one up when I was eight. And um, my dad played. My mom played piano, and my dad played guitar. And so at eight years old, he was one of the first ones to put a guitar in my hands. And the first thing he taught me how to play was Stairway to Heaven. Oh, wow. Get right and, into it, huh? I mean, I, you know, he, he loved listening to classic rock. And so he, he showed me that, like the opening riff to Stairway to Heaven. And, um, and it was, I, it was like liftoff from that point forward. I just, right. I couldn't fix that curiosity in my brain about the guitar. And, um, I still love playing piano and, and write on piano and it's completely different. It's a different headspace to me now than the guitar, but, um, did you learn how to like uh, sheet music by playing the piano? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was classically trained, oh, wow. and then it was a lot cooler to play 
anything else other than concerto number whatever right. when you're eight years old. So, <laughs> but I'm very glad now that I had that that you know base that theory base because everything stems off of that. It does. I, I have I have a I have a son. He's he's uh, 23 now. That's awesome. And when he was a kid. Um, the, the first thing I ever taught him with music, I got him a piano teacher here and how to read music, Amazing. sheet music. And he started playing. He did that for like two and a half years. Hated me. I mean, like hated me oh, for it. yeah. Goes to school, sixth grade. I bought mm-hmm. him a drum set when he was like um, maybe nine or ten. That's awesome. So he started playing the drums. Well, um, he sits in class. Yeah. They're, You're very popular. It's the sound guys. They'll probably ask me if I want to introduce the band. Not tonight. I mean, <laughs> not right now. It's I mean, okay. we could introduce them from right here. Yeah, from you could right call here. down up, and be like, uh, "Hello, everybody." <laughs> he went to uh, sixth grade. They mm-hmm. introduced band to him, so he sits down and they they give him the sheet music. Well, nobody in the class really knew how to read the sheet music, and my son sets it down on the floor, Tom, and just plays it right through. And the teacher like stopped the whole class. It was like. Dude, you know how to read music? He's like, yeah. I'm like, how'd you learn how to read music? And he was like, my dad put me through piano. And he wasn't I'm happy like, about it, but he was the only kid dad. in the class that could actually read sheet music and actually play right through something. Was that a proud moment for it you? It was. It was very proud. He yeah. didn't. He still to this day probably give two shits. But like, yeah, I mean, gosh, I don't read sheet music very often. And if you put a piece of sheet music in front of me, it would take me a minute to be like, okay, how do you do this again? Because right now, like, you moved to a town like Nashville. I've been living in Nashville for eight years. I'm from Canada originally. Right. But um. Nashville's been home for so long, and and it's such an ear town. You know, you learn everything by ear. Right. And now they have come to get you. Who is oh. it? Tell them to go ahead and do it. It's okay. Just tell Kaz to do it. It's fine. You're that important. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Okay, so you pick up sheet music, and it's, um, it's hard to. Well, yeah, I just haven't done it. You know, I just play by ear now for everything. Like, if I need to learn something... I'll be like, okay, play it for me and I'll figure it out. And that's so much easier for me to even memorize something than reading it. Yeah. So it's it's weird how your brain just gets used to certain things. Right. That's kind of cool, though. I mean, I I think the idea of knowing that you can and then coming to something and going from there. Absolutely. It's pretty badass. Yeah. Um, How how are people taking criminal for you? Like, it's It's taken off. It's awesome. You know, I've been playing music ever since I was a little girl. I signed my record deal six and a half years ago. It's like you get to the point where you just keep doing your thing and you're like, I wonder when I'm going to get a song to stick. Right. Like, I always say it's like you throwing pieces of spaghetti at the wall, just praying for something to eventually catch on. And um, I'm so grateful. I just had a number one in Canada and I was the first girl in a decade really? to have a number one Who was the on last the radio. One? Terry Clark in 2008. Really? Did you write Criminal? Um, I did. With yourself? I mean, with other co-writers? All by uh, your... With other co-writers, yeah. yeah. Fred Wilhelm and Chris Stevens. And um, I've, I've written a bunch with, with Fred. He actually wrote a couple of other songs on the record with me. But um, we have our first top 20 in the States. And that's that's a crazy Huge. sentence to say. Like, yeah. to have a top 20 single for an artist, it's, it's life-changing, honestly. I mean, every step of the way, like top 30, top 20, top 15, top 10, it's, it's insane how much perspective changes and just, and it's, it's weird. And I've never really experienced it until this moment. Do you think people look at you different now? A hundred percent. Absolutely. Just based on the fact that you've broken top 20. I'm doing absolutely nothing different with my life, with my show, with my music. But yeah, people completely look at you differently. That's a good thing. I think. Yeah. It's a great thing. Honestly. I mean, 
it's like any industry. You are always going to be riding the waves and riding the ups and downs. And and people will look at you amazingly sometimes. And then two weeks later, like, who knows? And so you just learn to ride the waves, I think. And and I kind of always try to stay just level and even. I don't get too excited. I don't get too down. I'm just kind of here. I'm just in the middle. So you moved to Nashville about 21 years old? Uh, yeah, I was 20, actually. 20. What drove you there? Just like the, the idea to chase your dream? Or? I always wanted to move to Nashville. It was always like Music City was, was this destination Had you visited before you moved? Brain. Um, so I spent about six months in LA working with um, a songwriter and, and a bunch of writers. And I'd never been to Nashville. And he was like, you know, Lindsay, you should probably check out Nashville. And I'm like, okay. So he gave me one person's name on a piece of paper. And I booked my first trip to Nashville. And at the time, I was still waiting tables up in Calgary. I was still going to school. I was, um, and then I was gigging on the weekends. And so I went down to Nashville for two weeks, wrote as much as I could. I would book triples in a day. So in Nashville terms, like you have your first right in the morning, like 10 till one. Right. You have your second right, like two till six. And you have your third right, like seven till nine or 10. And I just booked myself solid. And then after that, I'd go to a writer's round. And I just was trying to network and meet as many people as I could. And so I'd do that for two weeks. I'd fly back to Calgary and I'd wait tables and go to school and, and catch up on midterms that I'd missed and play shows on the weekend. I went to business school Okay. for um, a couple of years before I dropped out like every other musician. To uh, I just love hearing the stories that I, I hear these people. Jordan Davis was here this weekend and yeah. he was like four years ago, I was a fucking bartender. Yeah, like, I mean, it's just nuts. We have all done it. And I think it. I think it makes you when you have gone through, you know, the hoops, it makes you appreciate it so much more. Like I appreciate <laughs> every single show and and every artist has their own story. And right. if it happens fast, then absolutely like God bless you. And you're one of the lucky ones. But for a lot of the rest of us, it's taken a minute and we've had to do things that, you know, <laughs> I would want I would want to think that it would keep you more humble than anything. Like Absolutely. literally, like you yeah. just to remember, I, I, not that I'm in music, but I remember I used to keep a can of spam on top of mm -hmm. my fridge, hate spam, hate it, but I would just leave it sitting there to go, I, awesome. don't, I don't, I don't want to eat that. That's amazing. And it just gives you the drive to work harder and totally do the things that you want to yes. do. Yeah. That's right. So what's next for you? Where are you going next? You leave here. So we just finished the Paisley tour. Um, we are in the middle of fairs and festival season right now. We're on the Sugarland tour starting July 19th. So the That's middle of the summer. Be bad I'm so ass. excited. I'm going to get to be on the road with my producer, Mr. Christian Bush. So, um, I think there's lots of songs that are going to be written. Right. Um, Christian and, and his brother, Brandon Bush is also in the band. His, his brother plays keyboards and he's arguably one of the most talented musicians I've ever seen in my life. So, um, it's just going to be fun to be on the road with what I consider my musical family. Like there aren't very many people on this earth that I can just sit with and just be a hundred percent me. Right. You know, you just, you get to the point where you're just a little bit guarded in in a in a way and i hate that it has to be that way but um but christian is one of those people he's That's just good. a special human how long is that long? uh we're out with them for about two and a half months and then wow. we get up um 
to to go up to Canada to be in the Graffiti U tour with Keith Urban, as well as have a few dates in the states with him. Do you and think you'll get on stage with him at the same time and play? Oh, absolutely! I, I, I hope think, so. At least I I'm keeping my fingers crossed. I would want to see that. Keith has been a guitar idol of mine since I was a little girl, and the fact that. His record just came out last Friday, yeah. and I have a feature on it. Is insane. How cool is that? It's insane. Like you, I, I would have never seen that coming. Do you look up to someone like Taylor Swift? Absolutely. Yeah, I think Taylor is brilliant. She can write, and she is very smart with yeah. the way she does her business. And you know, people can love or hate her music, but she has conducted herself in a way to to build the empire that she has created and surrounded it's a, it's a, herself with a monster. amazing people. Yeah. And yeah, she's so talented to back it. So. I like her new little single with Sugarland. I know. I'm so it's, excited that it's so different. It's awesome. I'm so excited for Christian and Jennifer that they get a song with Taylor and I, that the three of them can come together I and she'll like pop out on tour and, and selfishly. Just, yes, I hope that happens yeah. because I think that would be amazing. I think that's where I was going with that whole piece was <laughs> to think that if she would actually just like show up for something like that, if, you know, I I definitely don't think it's out of the question for sure. In you know some markets, I know um, there's some bigger shows that we're playing, and and I think those would be great stops okay. for Taylor well, to hope stop she in. Does. Hopefully, she'll listen. Yes, to this and let's hear keep that, our fingers geez, crossed. Let's do it. Right on. It's been fun sitting with you. <laughs> Thank chatting. you so much, Toad. Thank you for coming into work on a Sunday. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Right. I greatly appreciate that. I appreciate you spending the time here with us. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you.